Hi, I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. I'm Pete Schermacher. And we're hard for Picard. Yes, we are. And this is the show where Pete and I are uh, breaking down every episode of season three of Star Trek Picard, uh, which finished up a little while ago. And we've been busy with so many other things. So uh, thanks for uh, sticking in with us. But we couldn't wait to get to this one. We're in the home stretch, Pete. Yeah, I know. This is the uh, episode eight. Yep. Surrender. And uh, let's just get right to it. When last we left the crew of the Titan. uh, You know, before we get into that. Yo, please go ahead. About titles, I think these these titles have been great. These titles have been actual stories. Mm-hmm. But some episodes you see, watch, and you're like, you look at the title, you're like, what the fuck does this even mean? You know? Um, oh yeah, they that, hit, yeah. They've done a really good job with the titles on these uh, this season, honestly. Yeah, they hit they hit the nail right on the head. Uh, even a even the way they wrapped it up, the first one's called uh, the Next Generation, and uh, the 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 final episode is called the last generation but yeah. there's a twist there's a twist meaning to uh the last generation which is fun uh so here's the show description vatic forces picard to make an impossible choice deliver what he can never give or watch his crew perish their only salvation lies in the mind of an old friend and an old foe that's the IMDb description. Yeah, I know. I read it. Uh, honestly, God, I went, uh, I went and looked at it because uh, uh, I, I, I always get a kick out of it because clearly they're referring to Data and Lore as the old friend. Oh yeah, to tease you there. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things was uh, when I do that for Legends of Tomorrow uh-huh. um, on the Netflix. Sometimes the Netflix synopsis was just didn't make any fucking sense compared to uh-huh. what the story was. There's a lot of shows like that. They're like, that's what they focused on. You know, like an episode of Gilmore Girls where like the 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 D plot is the thing that's listed as the show description on Netflix. <laughs> when you when you're as bored as I am, Pete, you kind of look for that sort of thing. Oh, right? I got you, man. And yeah. speaking of Legends of Tomorrow, I actually uh watched last week's episode of The Flash. Oh, okay. And, and they're going into their final, I think, three episodes. And right. that was a really good one, I thought. Oh, um, was it? Okay. Really, to set up the last three episodes, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm gonna wrap up. I was like Barry going back in time type stuff. Um, and so, yeah, this is one of it. So I thought this was cool. Yeah, I'll definitely, like, you, like we've mentioned that I dropped out and I did watch the one. No, totally. Uh, I totally dropped uh, out. But yeah, I got I got to I got to uh, see how they, uh, uh, hit the uh, finish it up. I did the same. Like just the last season of Supergirl, I tapped out halfway through. You know, I did and, too. But I did, I did make sure to watch the final one. You know, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I watched the final. Yeah, I did. Oof, boy, that one, that one fell off a cliff in a hurry. You know what? It really did. Here's when it fell off a cliff when Stephen Amell died on this. No. Well, I'm talking about Supergirl. <laughs> Supergirl in general as a show. Uh, when they just they got when they got rid of the deo as yeah. where they worked and they have a their own little superhero hall they're literally called the super friends yeah like the, the newspapers call them that and when alex danvers started being a superhero who wore bad makeup yeah and, that was bad and i, and, I never and the liked plots the, weren't and the plots weren't hot either no and i never liked the reporter they brought in as potential love interest um, nobody did nobody did yeah that guy had no chemistry with her i mean i don't know if you're aware of this uh but 
like online and i know of this fandom i i'm friends with people uh, uh in this fandom uh due to the legend stuff and the people who are like it was clear they should have had kara and lena end up together uh and oh yeah if you yeah and if you really look at the way they play it and the way it goes on over the course of that show they and got a show a very woke show too on top of it yeah i get i mean i hate using that fucking term that's like hearing something tucker carlson would say i understand but, i understand that John, but, but i mean but, but it was but a progressive a let's say progressive let's say society pro- let's how about we say progressive show it okay it's a was. very progressive so that's fine and, uh, whatever and, and and i don't think that was ever in the the, the writer's um intention i thought it was the way that those two actresses played it uh and you can really see it because yeah. they had far more romantic chemistry than Kara and that reporter guy who was oh, like yeah. a, a fucking block of wood. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Um, and one last thing, Supergirl-wise. Last night, just was you know, long day at work, flipping around like, oh, new DC animated show, uh, Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, it's on, on Max. And I already knew that it was actually a Supergirl story with the Legion. I'm like, all right. And uh, it ain't bad. It ain't great. Okay, I was about to throw it, it, it on earlier today, and I'm like, now watch it maybe uh, uh, on, on a it's different. different. Day. It's different, but I'm such a Legion geek. I'll uh-huh. take I'll take any version of it because we really haven't had that many. No, so, you're right. You know, yeah. when we had more live action Legion of Superheroes than we had cartoons. Honestly, yeah. and there was a there was a Saturday morning show briefly. That yeah, was there was like what decent. two seasons or something, yeah. or six episodes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, not it wasn't bad either, but. Hey, that was one of my favorite things they did on Supergirl, the TV show, when they introduced the Legion. I'm like, yeah, I see the Legion flight ring. I was like, I need one of those, Pete. Yeah, I, I like Legion that. I liked, I liked them on Smallville when they did Legions. Oh, right. I, re- I kind of remember that, too. Yeah. So anyway, on the on, uh, Vatic, as I was saying, she's uh, having a smoke, she's, uh, getting a little high, because you, you want to get a little high when you're about to, you know, torture uh, motherfuckers. Yep. And, uh, She's in control of the ship, and she takes. I out love all, how she throws Jack Crusher, or how she says, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, da- darling Jack." Oh, I love everything about her. Uh, I, I, I've said this before. I love the chewing the scenery stuff. I think she's yeah. just fucking tremendous. I love a good scene chewing villain done by a great actor, and in a way, I think it's a tip of the hat to her father, who we said. It was a great Klingon. Was yeah. a great scene chewing villain in Star Trek. I think that's definitely a choice. On her you part. really needed a cheese to go against Shatner because the way he overreacted, uh-huh. you had to have a big cheese chewer. You know, a, a cheese scene uh, yeah. chewer. Scene chewer. Um, but you know, I like. But you know, I thought she was perfect here because they never, you never got more than ten minutes in an episode of her. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. the shtick didn't get old. Uh, to me, it was like, I mean, it's like, God, he really, I know there was complaints about it online, mm. but like, she's not in the episodes that long uh, where it should really, I mean, she had a handful of scenes every episode. It's like, God, you it's know. So, it was so weird. And you want to hate the villain. You want to be, you exactly. want to, you know. Exactly. I saw some of the same criticism and I'm like, you want her a, a subdued arch villain that's no fun 
in a big fun adventure. And and, and she's not even the and, and she's not even the end game main villain. You know, right. uh, she's okay. Like, hey, okay, Pete, Pete. Okay, you want a subdued big bad? Just go watch rewatch Picard season one. Okay? Yeah, there you go. Do that. But with bad guys, you don't give a flying fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. I'll remember. Uh, I will remember. I will remember her scenes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, oh, Romulans and okay, Romulans and Romulans and androids. That's what we're. That's bad guys stuff here. And yeah. a, and a weird mechanical monster from another dimension. Yeah, fine. That's very subdued, I guess. Give me her cackling and smoking. That's yeah. that's what I like. I'll take that. I'll take the Q. Uh, I mean, Q. You know, an over the top villain. I'll take yes. Khan. I mean, yep. give me a fuck break. And I mean the Lord, um, Ricardo Montalban Khan. Um Harry Mud. Harry Mud. Who <laughs> by the way, I loved Rain. Um, was it Rain Wilson? Yeah. His take on Harry Mud. Uh, I wouldn't uh, mind seeing him again popping up on uh on, Space uh, New Worlds. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh because he did that and he did one of those short tracks. Oh, uh, really? That's very if you haven't seen the short tracks. Yeah, you should check them out. They're uh, hit or miss, but some right. of them are really great. The Harry Mud one is 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 uh, hilarious. Oh, and the uh, the um, H. John Benjamin one uh, that has to do with triples. Yeah, you know you know H. John oh, Benjamin, yeah. right? Yeah, that one's hilarious. He he he's the reason that triples are a problem, uh, and it's 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 the origin story of that. It's one of the funniest. Uh, uh, 10 minutes of Star Trek you'll ever see. <laughs> so she's got the bridge crew lined up, like getting ready to, you know, pick which one she's going to kill because that's what she's going to do. And uh, we cut to, as I wrote, PB and J, uh, Pete. And I was going over my notes today and I'm like, huh, Picard, Beverly, and Jack, and Sydney. Uh, they're trying to get back control of the ship. And Jack uh, does the eyes go red thing so he can see through people's yeah. minds. And it's all dark, and he's just seeing lots of slaughtered Starfleets all over the place, or people getting slaughtered by changelings, and it's nice and spooky, man. That yeah, scary. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, there's supposedly there's not supposedly a lot of crew left because remember they transferred most of the crew, yeah, to the other ship. So after this, I don't know how many people are left on this on this ship. A lot of red shirts. They're not in red shirts, but a lot of red shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get killed in this one. <laughs> Including one I didn't expect. Agreed. Yep. And and Vatic is saying, you know, over the intercom uh, to Jack in that way you were talking about, uh, you know, come to me or she's going to kill a bridge crew uh, uh, member every 10 minutes. And then she puts a smoke out on the floor. I was like, that's ah, a good thing that's not the 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 the, the constitution class or the D, because that'd be hard to get out of the carpet. <laughs> Scotty, we have a cleanup on the bridge. Huh. Well, she burned she burned me carpet, Captain. <laughs> the carpet, the carpet stayed by his post. We need, we need to clean it in an hour, Scotty. I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> Give me four. <laughs> so on the strike, we got uh, a Will, 
uh, Will Riker and Troy. And I will say you do a way better Scotty than I do. So just. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a, I did. I goddamn. I love DeForest Kelly. You know, war hero, great man, great actor. That's Didn't McCoy. take any of Shatner's shit. <laughs> That's McCoy. Oh, maybe both of them then. Uh, uh, who, what did I say? No, yeah. Uh, uh, James, I mean, I meant James Dewan. It's all good. It's all good, man. It's all good. We're not going to take away your your. Uh, my start. Oh no. Your, oh, your no. fucking tray. Your your fucking badge. Your compadge. My com badge. Yeah. I want. Okay. I want. I want one of those um section thirty one black com badges. <laughs> you know because nothing. Okay. Nothing says secret organization that nobody knows exists like official com badges to walk oh, yeah. around with. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Go along with their secret handshakes. Uh-huh. In front of everybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so on the Shrike, uh, uh, Riker and Troy are in the cell, and he tells her all about his experience of the nebula and missing her. And they're so good together in both these scenes uh in the cell. Man. Oh yeah. Just it's so good to see them actually play an old married couple. Yep. And Oh, I love this. Uh, she says, uh, uh, Ch- "Changely came over, disguised as him, and uh, and that she and she banged him." Uh, <laughs> yeah. The joke was like, "Oh, he, he was good at sex, bad at pizza." He's like, "Oh, like me, right?" <laughs> Which is another good because th- th- the first of two uh, shitting on the idea from season one that the Rikers yes. live out in the woods. Yeah, uh, and he's making pizza. Reason. Yeah, and he's and he has a pizza oven. <laughs> you know, hey. that's the other thing. You know, I mean, I know they talked about it, and then we we got a little bit of in, in season one and two of their child dying, uh-huh. but that was a, a like almost like a plot point where we really needed more deep diving into to really understand it. They didn't really, yeah, they didn't really get, if I recall correctly, they didn't really get into it that much. No, they didn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, at least we met her daughter on the la- on the first one. So we got a little bit of right. that. Um I did like that the cabin he could push a button and the cabin turned into a modern fucking lock. Wait, now we have a thing good question. Did the, did the daughter die also or no? No. We don't even mention her in here. No, they we? mentioned her right here. He says, okay. he says like, we're gonna die and she's not gonna have anybody now. Okay, all right, there we go. All right. Yeah, I forgot. I so forgot we're talking the about the name. dead child more than we know that we met, and then we'll you'll get a throwaway line. What about the daughter? Okay, got it. Uh yeah. Um and so uh she said she knew they were changelings, and uh and the uh, the reason why they uh, they gave them the compromise codes from last episode was because he couldn't watch her get tortured anymore. Right. Uh and a <laughs> This is it's this is so fun sitcommy, or even not even sitcom. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark type stuff that's uh, throughout uh, the humor throughout this season. Is that he's like, besides, if I know Jean Luc, yeah, I'm sure he's got them up against the ropes now after a masterful Jean Luc. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and of course, they, you know, no, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Indiana Jones, you flashback, you see Indy getting punched in the face. Exactly. In that or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, exactly. <laughs> Oh no! You know what it is? You know, it's like when uh, from um from Last Crusade, where he's like, "You'll never find Marius. He's a master of disguise. No sixteen yes. languages." And then you find him, yeah, yeah. wandering, yeah. asking for directions. Hello, hello. Yeah, in English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. 
You know, it's funny though. Again, it's inconsistent writing. We're going to get the Indiana Jones real quick, but they, I mean, Marcus in at season episode one or the Raiders was a genius. You know, or is you know, I kind of thought the same thing. I suave, thought- and then they just made him a buffoon by uh, Last Crusade. You know, it was like a good. It was a good joke, but yeah. but I was like. No, he, I would imagine he does know a lot of languages. That's yeah. just silly. Yeah, you're right. But because they played him pretty damn suave, you know, like, oh, if I was a little younger, I would join you on the crusade type stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and yep, but whatever. I gotta tell you, so uh, uh, Brian Solomon on Twitter, he's uh, uh-huh. he wrote that book about the chic that everyone rave, uh, raved about, okay, recently. Uh, he he posted something about yeah. Hey, what are your thoughts on a uh, 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 Temple of Doom, uh, everyone? And I was like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's racist as fuck. And he's like, uh, he t- he uh, tweeted back. He's like, so is my grandfather, and I love him too. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I think most grandfathers are racist. I, mean, I know mine was. I mean. At least um, one of them was. Let me see. I don't want to call him racist. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, he was pretty racist. Yeah. Um, I could safe I could safely say my father's grandfather was not a racist, and he was from the one from Kentucky, and I can safely say that my mother's father definitely did not consider himself a racist and never said anything racist ever around me, but I'm sure it's also like. You know, the different shades of what's racist, right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you know? is, my, is my was my grandfather hanging black people? No. Well, I well, I hope not, Pete. No. I mean was was my uh, my racist uh, grandfather would refer to my father because he went to a public school in New York. Okay, well hold on. Going, no, to, the, going to the be, Jew be, school. Huh? I was gonna say be careful. <laughs> I go to the Jew school. Uh it's definitely pretty racist. Um, that's not good. Um, uh, now that this is the kicker, he also, uh, back when you were able, still able to do it when they were, we were thinking of moving, they were, they, they were setting it up where they wouldn't sell, uh, they wouldn't sell to a colored people the house. So yeah, he was definitely racist Ugh. and that had nothing to do with his house is more because he didn't want his neighbors to have those, have them as neighbors. And so that's very <laughs> racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You win. You win. Yeah. win. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, last episode. Uh, you won as far as star power in Civil War uh, miniseries of the 80s. Uh-huh. Once again, you won the racist grandpa contest. There we go. Uh, right. <laughs> on Gideon, guys. <laughs> now, my other uh, grandfather had no racism, no racism bones. But yeah, this my father's, I, I mean, and luckily my dad has none of that in right, him at all. Right. Um, and I don't have that, uh, that quality, thank God. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Oh, I got, uh, you know, I again, got lucky. you know, I'm not justifying it at all. Oh, no. There's a I different mean, time, you know, different times and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah well, to, to wrap it up, I got lucky that my, okay, 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 my, okay, my grandfather on my father's side, not racist at all. My grandmother on my father's side, very racist, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but old Kentucky racist, you know, that good Oof. old, the old fashioned no, no, the the old fashioned um, like, well, I, I I just love that colored woman down the road. She's just so nice for one of them. That kind of you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah my that, grandfather, you you would you know, he referred to him as colored. Never used, wouldn't use the N word. Oh, yeah, thank God for that. Okay, um, 
but yeah, but he would use the word colors. Yeah. You know, we really need to get on all this fucking. Yeah, thing. we really do. Before everyone hates me. <laughs> me. I, think, I, I think they hate you. Go all over. No one's going to hate you because of our grandfathers. They're going to be like, did you hear them say colored? You know, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so much better than the N word. <laughs> well. well <laughs> It is, I mean, but it's oh, not it is so funny. It's so funny because that seems quaint now uh, compared to yeah. all the hateful fucking shit. True, very uh, true. Uh, speaking of hateful, on the bridge, this fucking uh, uh, great segue. Uh, Vatic, yeah, you're a pro. Hey, she's gonna, yeah. <laughs> if anything, uh, she's gonna uh, steal the the, the chair. Uh, and she's like, she's like, this is cozy. I'm gonna take this with me when we leave. Uh, which I, another little comic line that I fucking love, you know, in the middle of all this, she's like, I like this chair and I'm a changeling. And Shaw, this is when Shaw is telling Seven that she fucked up. She should have blown the lift like he told her to. And uh, she's like, oh, you know, I, I sacrificed your life. And he gives her the speech, calls her Hanson. He gives her the speech, you're a Starfleet officer. You know, you can't just make the night the the hunky dory decisions. And uh she turns around, my name is seven of nine. I was like, Yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> but he has a point too, man. And he's all bloody feet. God, I love Shaw. Yep. He really was a great character. And rest in peace. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's um, next episode, but yep. Although they said they, they again, we've talked about it. There's ways. There's ways to even ships logs dude you know anything that they've hinted yeah. around if they do do legacy that they're gonna try they'll figure out some way to have him be involved yeah because the uh, just the fans have just been fell in love with him for this character who like we said at first well he's gonna die in the second episode right and and that's that for the asshole captain yeah and now he's like one of the most beloved Star Trek characters in recent years. And so. you know, and technically, I don't know. I mean, you know, we they I don't know if they ever said he truly died. It looked like he died. Um, but did he do we really know for a fact that he died? We don't know. We know he was shot and yeah, we, and we know we he saw his eyes closed. We I mean we and saw when him he, die, even when but... uh, seven was getting a promotion, like look at your look at this, uh but never said look at your former captain or or look at your dead captain was like, look at this. Yeah, log. you have a point. I, I get you have a point. I mean, I think we're we are to assume that he is dead. I, I totally agree. But you I, I I'm mean, going with the Obi-Wan Kenobi where I only thought of he faced Vader once, but you know, there's technically there's some loopholes where you can make it where he maybe he's again. in may, okay, maybe he's in a pike box and it, it wasn't it was an old uh, uh hologram uh message, uh, but he is maybe, alive. Maybe they sent him down to uh Spock's planet, you know, a Phoenix or what it's okay. called. But no, I want him in a box. I want Todd Stashwicks, this wonderful actor, in a pike box with just the lights going beep, beep for yes and no. Oh, God. Old school pike. Oh. Yeah, old school in the old box, in the OG box. Uh. <laughs> Ouch. That kind of freaked me out. I think the makeup freaked me out when I was oh, a kid. Oh, as a kid. Fuck yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I just remember watching it in out of order. 
Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Yeah, and I, I remember watching the damn K the pilot, and you had this very viral captain, a viral, and then all of a sudden you get that fucking thing. Holy shit! It wasn't even played by the same actor. I mean, holy shit! Oh, the, oh that wasn't right. No, I don't think it was. No, it, that wasn't Jeffrey Hunter in the. No. Uh, oh, I can't imagine Jeffrey Hunter. I can't imagine Jeffrey Hunter would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> He would have told Roddenberry to go fuck himself. Exactly. <laughs> what if Lucy asked? I mean, if Lucy asked, maybe. Maybe, yeah. God bless Lucille Ball. She's the reason all this exists, uh, Pete, by the way. That Desilu. Still one of my favorite. Well, Lucille Ball was running Desilu when she appealed, when started uh, Star Trek. And put a lot of her own money into it, too. Because she oh, believed cool. in the show. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh yeah, that's when you know smoking Lucy was yeah. goddamn running CVS, and I want this. I'm I want the goddamn spaceship show on the air now, and put, puts her own fucking money behind it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, she's great. I love old Lucy because <laughs> those old those Lucy shows from the sixties, I can't watch. You know, the black and whites. No, no, not the black and whites. When she did the old ones, where just but her she's and, divorced. Yeah, she's like, you know, Mister Hathaway or whatever. And yeah, I'm like, no, I like, I like the OGs. Like, I'll, re- yeah. I'll watch those t- today. But even as a kid, when you're flipping around and there's nothing on, but you, well, at least a sitcom would be on. If I had to settle for a Here's Lucy, it's just like, Ugh, I hate this. Yeah. I like, I, I always like the guy, the, the guy who played the banker. He was like Mrs. Whatever, you know. Yeah, I, I always, always thought of him, and he's just like Mr. Charmin, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he, he looked alike. Not the same guy. Well, I don't right? think he played. I don't. I, I, I know it's Gordon Gale. Person. It was Gordon Gale. But they the looked the a lot alike, is what I'm saying. I think the yeah. Mr. Charmin character is based off him. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I liked. He was the only part I liked about. And, uh, he, and now we're really getting fucking old when we're talking about Mr. Fucking Charmin. Hey, we're talking about Star Trek, fucking uh, and Lucy. I mean, we are old. Yeah, exactly. We just embrace it. We're old, and we're not just old, but we're old enough to where all the reruns we grew up with were stuff from the fifties. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's nuts. That that's what the difference is. Like people ask, why do you know so much about nineteen fifties television? I was like, because that's what was on still. Yeah, it was like you know, it was like that. You had a lot of that. You had Danny Thomas uh, yeah. show. You had uh, the Brian Keith show. What yep. was that thing with the fucked up kids who end up dying? Um, oh, oh, oh. Family affair. Family affair. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. You got the Brady Bunch also. Yeah, Gilgan's Island. Uh, yeah, Gilgan's Island. You had the, the, honey, the Honeymooners. The Monsters. The, the Honeymooners. Honeymooners. Yeah. You know, we grew up, and that's not even counting all the old movies. That's why we know all yeah. this shit. Yeah, I mean, hell, like Wizard of Oz was something you'd watch once a year on. Oh, that was on a special. Same with Robin Hood. I mean, it was just oh, the Adventures that, of that Robin Hood. Too. I yeah. just rewatched. I just, I just rewatched that again uh, about a month ago, Pete. That which one? Oh, the uh, uh, Errol Flynn, Adventures of Robin oh, yeah. Hood. Yeah, I remember. I remember when it first came out on DVD. I bought it because it uh, came with like the old how they did it at the theater, where they had like the mini cartoon beforehand, and and all this. I always love that DVD feature. Yeah. So, 
this line I love because <laughs> uh, it's so on purpose. Yeah, no, hey, I don't, I'm trying to tell him no. We're not playing fetch. He found a fucking ball out of my bag. You know, we now he wants to play fucking fetch because it's uh, <laughs> raining today, so we weren't able to. He said, uh, "Do a whole hell of a lot outside." He said, "Get to the point. Talk about yeah. Star Trek." Vatic gets to say, "Jack, ten minutes, or I'll execute." And you're just waiting. You're like every last motherfucking one of you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's on purpose. That and she goes, "I'll execute." Oh, what'd she say? A crew member. You know, like, oh, like the pause was there. Oh, it was so great. Oh, good, like, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Sometimes if you do winks at the audience like that, yeah, it, it'll take you out of it'll take you out of it. That's deft writing that's fun for everybody to go, yeah, we know, we get it. It's Amanda Plummer. That's that's fucking fun. Glad he agrees. And right. And uh, Beverly, and Picard, yeah. <laughs> Beverly and Picard uh, won't let Jack go. And uh, and uh, oh, he's he's like, I'm not a changeling. Why do they want to take me to the Great Link? Which is another, you know, fault. Uh, everyone online was like, maybe he's a changeling. Uh, yeah. And he says, I got an idea. I can retake the ship. And he explains it that he's got these superpowers. And uh, Sydney's like, Yeah, I've seen it. So he, he takes over the Bajoran guy. Which, you know, I mean, you got to you know, give it uh, right there. I mean, that's, that's a beat where you're like, okay, that's a pretty big stretch for people to believe, you know? He's like, look, I've got superpowers. She's seen me do it. All right. Although. Yeah. Although. Picard's seen some shit. Beverly's seen some shit. No, no, shit. I, I totally he, understand that. I totally understand that. I mean, wouldn't you be saying, like. And it's like, oh, you know. Um, do I ever... But, you know, Beverly's been around her son for a while now. And hasn't seen these powers, you know. All of a sudden, yeah. he has them. And I, you know, I think that'd be a red flag too. Jack, Jack, did I ever tell you about the time I was Robin Hood? Ooh. Anything can happen in this Star Trek. <laughs> so many people hate the Q Robin Hood episode, and I'm not I, a fan I, of it. But I, I, I think I you're not. I know it. a lot of people hate it. I fucking love it. <laughs> I just loved. I just remember loving Worf in that episode. No, oh, he's that he's. They wrote that. They wrote that entire episode just so Worf can say, "I protest. I'm not a merry man," and do the John Belushi bit from Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? A plus Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I bought. I bought someone a a birthday card. They sold Star Trek birthday cards, and there was one in the that had the Wharf Mary Man joke on it for some hard <laughs> other. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack takes over this Bajoran, and Picard's giving him the code so they can get control of the ship. But Vatic catches him, and she looks in and she sees that it's Jack. She she knows. Aha, I see, I know what you can do. Yeah, and she, she puts everyone on their knees. She's gonna pick someone to kill, and it's either. I love this scene. Oh, it was dude. dripping with uh, is it, it really was and I thought I'm like I, okay is it the is, is it Esmer who's young and breaking down or is it uh, Mira and she's like tell me something he's like name rank and serial number she's like no about someone who loves you he's like I have a son and son and she starts yeah. and she's like oh and you know shouldn't you tell him Jack this about my son he's like no and, and She's like, why is that? He's like, 
because I'm Starfleet. And yeah, dude, I, I am not fucking kidding. And this, I don't know what this says about me. That shit on Star Trek fills me with tears of pride and joy. Like, like real people feel about the military. Military, yeah. It, uh, this is the first time ever, I think, uh, they really played up that aspect of Starfleet, really. Um mm-hmm. Of on all the shows, uh, they, Mar- Mar- do you think I'm wrong about that? Oh well, they do it on lower decks a lot. Where they do, they do it a little bit in Discovery, I believe, early on. Yeah, there's a lot about we're fucking Starfleet, and yeah. and it gets it, it, it's just so funny to me because I'm like, I, and this just and hey, we're already pissing a lot of people off, and I, and this is not any disrespect to anyone who's ever served, and I'm talking about my feelings. I don't get the big heart swells about the army or the military or the Navy. Now, when I watch a documentary about brave soldiers and sailors, I do. Of course I do. But I don't feel a personal connection with, uh, with that. I feel it for Starfleet. Like I, I could be part of fucking Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, John, you went out, you went out to your computer to try to log in, sign up to Starfleet. And you're like, oh, it's a TV show. Oh, it's a real thing oh. now. Wait, it's a real thing now. There's oh, that's Space Force. That's right. You know what? Because here's the thing. You know, no a Space Force. You know, I mean, did they? Do you do you think Trump wanted Starfleet? And the Roddenberry estate told him to go fuck himself, and they had to settle for Space Force because Starfleet's right there. Yeah, I mean it's it sounds so much, but you know Starfleet—that's the Navy. They want a Space Force, like the you know the, the Army, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't Space know. Space Force. Space Force sounds like a Star Trek ripoff. That uh, oh, it totally does a bad one. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's like Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Space oh, Force is the uh, is the version that what's his name's writing. Um, oh God, the uh, director, uh, the famous director, Mel Brooks. Yeah, um, the Mel Brooks one is gonna be Space yeah. Force. Yeah, right. Oh boy, I I checked out the first episode of the new History of the World Part Two on, uh-huh. on Hulu. Uh, let me see, mixed bag at best. Yeah. At best, it's. Mm, not great. And there's a lot of talented people uh, writing on that show. Uh, Nick Kroll and others. And yeah, I was like, uh-huh. I think it's time for, um, um, I don't know how much Mel actually wrote of this, but it might be time for Mel to just kind of, you know, he's, he's 98 years old at this point. Like, Jesus. You know, I, I mean, I love him dearly, but I'm like, some of these jokes are just not landing no. at all. It like they would have in 1978, maybe. Oh yeah, there you, know? you go. Mm-hmm. But you also don't have Gene Wilder. Uh, That's know. the well. This is this one's fine because there's new talent to people. But that was my problem with the 80s ones. When, when they went okay, like Spaceballs, for instance. Yeah, you're, you're going was- from you're going you're going from uh, Gene Wild Gene Wilder Madeline Kahn. Harvey Corman to uh, Daphne Zuniga and yeah, a young guy, Daphne Zuniga and too, guy, and, and, and the guy I don't even remember the guy who was the lead and you know, uh, I do I'm trying I'm trying to blank now um, he's been in so much stuff um, but you know what I mean it's like uh, yeah it, it's 
That, that I like Spaceballs though, but I had Rick Moranis. I mean, come on, Rick Moranis is the best part of Spaceballs. I mean, that's, right. I mean you, you you could cut that movie down to just the Rick Moranis scenes, and I and I'd like it, but otherwise, I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I like it. I haven't watched it forever though. So now, Galaxy Quest, I fucking adore that movie. Oh yeah, outstanding. It's yeah, the best thing. John Tim Candy, I- come on, he was awesome. John Candy, I, I love John Candy, but I hated the joke. I'm a, yeah, I'm a I, I totally agree. A, Bill, Bill Pullman, that's who was fucking. It was Bill star. Pullman of all. Yeah, Bill Pullman yeah. is fine actor, but come on. Yeah. yeah. I did love the aliens bit. Hello, my baby. Hello, my da- that that was fun. <laughs> so, Sydney. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's come back to. I'm sorry. God, we just got off on a tangent. Vatic, no, no, Vatic doesn't kill either of them. She kills the Vulcan officer, uh, Lieutenant Tavine, and I didn't see that coming. No, I, I, I totally because at this point, I already thought they're gonna have a spinoff of this show, right? That's she's got no, I guess she will not be on that spinoff, yeah. <laughs> see, I wouldn't want to be uh, so Will and Troy are over in the cell, and this is what uh. Where they get into what really happened between them, and it's kind of fucked up. We already have two lead female leads. We we need to get some. We keep the men. <laughs> yeah, that, well, this this Vulcan keeps crying. We can't figure it out. You know, there you go. Uh, so, Will and Troy uh, are in the cell, and uh, we find out that what really went down between them, and like I said, it's kind of fucked up. Is that he was going through so much pain over the son uh, death of their son that she got all got up all in them brains with her uh, betazoid powers yeah. to, to try to numb his pain and not let him deal with it the right way, which is like fuck, fuck the equivalent of fucking. Uh giving an addict drugs almost in a way well no it was numbing he he goes i needed to deal with it and you wouldn't let me deal and she thought i was trying to help you because you because you would totally shut down and uh and uh and they get to an understanding about how both of them felt about what happened and which led to them going and i hate that fucking planet you too Yeah. (laughs) yeah let's go live in the fucking city you know, and they're happy again. And then the fucking changeling, he's coming probably to kill them or, or at least torture them again. And that scene, Pete, where the batleth goes right through him. You just see the yes. batleth go through him and then out and he drops and there's Worf and dun, 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 the, the Klingon theme, the, yeah. the, the music plays. I was like, the first time I saw that just out of my chair. Yep. in my fist yeah <laughs> so great and then the scene where uh, they hug and he's like oh personal space and yes. looks at troy and looks at troy he's like diana it's been so long he's it sounds romantic because yeah. they're hit the guys like oh you know I, I, so long ago when i put both of my penises into you i've been waiting <laughs> to see you again and the look on Riker's face is looking like, are you fucking kidding me? The whole time. It's yeah, so yeah. fun. And the way she's looking at Riker, you're like, okay, it's fine, just like whatever. And and then he gets the boys like, I've come to my uh, the point of peace in my life, you know, because of uh, the, 
think of your example, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, come on, let's get to it. Is this a rescue attempt or what? And he's like, okay, fine. I got something to show you. So we cut to Sydney, who uh, figures out. I will say here, um, like, you know, I I really raved about Frakes early on. And I thought Worf had a lot of great scenes early early in the episodes. It almost felt like, okay, now we need to get our comedy somewhere. And Franks and Dorn are great at it. Yep. Now we're going to be doing a lot more comedy with them. And almost, I don't want to say it assassinated the characters because it did it. Oh, not but at it all. Took, took, but it took it out, of, took me out of it a little bit here and there. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Trust me, I like having comedy in, in it. Don't get me wrong. I love uh, it. But I just, but it felt like they were, they were like different. They felt like they were just so much more serious characters early in the, in the, in the episodes. And now it's like, okay, now we're doing uh, Laurel and Hardy. You know what I'm saying? I, but, but throughout this the whole thing. And, and that's, that's not a negative thing. I'm just oh, saying, I know, I know. Yeah. I say uh, throughout this whole thing, though, Worf has already been established as the comic relief from day oh, one yeah. of, of this. So he's already been funny. And Riker has also been funny this whole yeah. thing, except for dealing with talking about his son. He's been doing wisecracks. When they got him together... That first time, and he's like, "Hey, remember? You know, we used to go back and forth. What's yeah. wrong with you now?" So, of course, they're going to be buddying up and cracking jokes, right? And, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, not, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I get it. It's like you know, you have the two, both the two, honestly, the two guys who have the best senses of humor. Now, I don't even know if sense of humor is the right word. Worf doesn't really have a sense of humor. No, because that's just it. Uh, Worf's, Worf's the straight man. Straight man, yeah. And, and but, Riker, but they they, yeah. they, they, uh, they play off each other very well, and I get it. I right up to right up to the it. right up to the last episode. But I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, Frank's had a lot of great. I mean, him and Picard had a lot of strong scenes early. Yeah. Um, and you know, and Worf, uh, but I yeah, but I, but I felt I felt like almost like it was hard. You know, it was almost like here we go. Okay. Here we had to, we're just here in a serious moment. Okay, now we're gonna do some comedy bits, you know. Oh, they almost, don't. Well, yeah, I, well, and I get it. I, I, I didn't. I didn't like derail the episode for me or anything like that. Yeah. And I and I like I, and I like their chemistry together. And I'm glad we got it. But it almost felt like I don't know. It just sometimes it felt. Is this really the moment, you know, uh, for it or whatever? Like maybe could we moved it somewhere else? Is, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I in that final episode, there's one scene between the two of them that made me laugh out fucking loud. That we'll get to. Uh, the the, the, the that's heavy or no? The, 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 the shit, that's heavy. The, the, that that was not the funniest thing I thought. <laughs> fucking of all the whole entire season. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I so died. Hard. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so Sydney tells him. You know, to, uh, you're gonna need. And they, an eight, and they had a yeah. lot of funny stuff, but that by yeah. far I thought it was the funniest. Just oh, I did too. They, and plus, it was a good sight yeah. gag. You know, I mean. And, oh, and and the, yeah, and then down into what was in the Batleth and Warf yeah. line and everything. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, so Sydney tells them, figures out that they need to use some sort of incredible AI uh, to possibly uh, get control. You know, like well, of course uh, we're talking about data yeah. and uh, slash lore, but yeah, so. Uh, we cut to Data. I'm just going to call him Data. Data and Jordy and uh, Picard and his crew arrive and uh, they pull guns on him in order to and in order to determine if they're changelings or not. Uh, Jordy's like, what'd you bring to my birthday party, you know, such and such years ago? 
And he's like, one of my fantastic wines that you didn't like showing that you have no fucking taste. And he's like, yeah. it's, it's Picard. <laughs> uh, it's like, the, the ongoing joke that the ongoing uh, joke that Picard's wine tastes like shit. Oh, shit. Is I love my, it. Yeah. My favorite is one of my favorite parts of this series. <laughs> I, I, I love it too. Yeah. That's his family's legacy. His family's like legacy. Ass. He's no good at it because he's a, he's a Starfleet captain. He's yeah. not a farmer. <laughs> but I, I i do i love that running my, yeah. my romulan slave labor just can't bring out the flavor and the grapes oh <laughs> 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 huh. uh, a little season two joke right there i actually just made that joke and then i remembered oh yeah that was the that that was in season two he had romulan slave labor yes uh, I forgot about that part. God, that whole season is such a mess. It really was. There's, there's so much stuff I liked. Like I said, so much stuff I liked and so much stuff I didn't. And just it was all just mixed up in a big blender. Yeah, no, it's like, there's a lot of stuff like that nowadays, you know? Right. Uh, so Picard wants to turn Data on because they need him to take uh, back the ship and figures out he can uh, he can erase lore. Yeah. Uh, and Jordy's like, well, he, he won't kill because of his uh, ethical subroutines. And uh, but they, he convinces them to do it. And Jordy removes the partition. And we have the scene where in Data's head with lore and he's yeah. giving him uh, and it, it feels like, you know, he's he's giving lore uh, all of his memories. There's the Sherlock Holmes pipe, uh, yeah. Natasha Yar yep. uh, hologram. And, yep. Uh, and uh, and it feels like lore's taking them away and data keeps saying what's happening he's like i'm absorbing you brother uh and you're gonna go poof and i'm gonna take over and that's what it looks like it's gonna happen when they're looking at the schematic of data's head which this is so simplistic but a great it's like blue is data red's lore let's see what happens on yeah. this which looks like it looks did you have a light bright when you were a kid oh yeah yeah it looks like a light bright <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly what it looks like i never had a new one so i never had the patterns i just had all the pieces and just made up my own shit on the light bright yeah i was never one of my favorite things but i but i remember having because you'd lose because you'd lose all the pieces immediately they (laughs) and your mother small pieces that's why they're not around you know that's why i was a fad yeah, and, uh, your, and your mother it was, it was would... a quicker fad than a Rubik's Cube and stuff, I think. I feel you know? like they were around for a little bit, man, but... It, yeah, it wasn't very long, I don't think. Uh, etch, I remember having that in an Etch-A-Sketch. Etch, Etch-A-Sketch won that battle. Uh, oh, Etch-A-Sketch was around forever. Yeah. It still is. Yeah. So, uh, then we cut to the strike. I love this. Uh, and uh, Worf and Riker and Troy arrive uh, into the, the one room where Rafi is. And Jordy's like, Raphaela? She's like, don't worry, Warf, it's me. Good, fine. You know, Warf was never a great head of security on the Enterprise and not a great head of security here. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think. There's changelings about Warf. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't hire him for his moves. They hired him for the muscle, man. For the mm-hmm. muscle. And so they find what uh, they stole. And they, uh, they find Picard's body, his real body. And they, they said that they removed portions uh, of his brain that had the aromatic syndrome. And did you notice? And I hate to do the same joke that I heard on uh, Greatest Lord Generation, uh, oh, Greatest okay. Generation about this episode, but uh, 
it looked like they didn't just remove the, the part of his brain. He looks like a Ken doll in there. They removed something else. Oh, they yeah. Did, they, they did a full shot of Picard's body, and yeah. that groin was as smooth as my head. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure they had him like wearing underwear or something. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> the change looks just like, I'll oh, put some underwear on it. His old man balls. Exactly. Just, his old man balls are just flopping all around. You scare the shit out of me. <laughs> A changeling. I and I don't want to look. look oh my this. god! His hairy ma his, his his hairy monster shaved. You know. I mean, we don't need yeah, that. Like, you know, you know, he, he's not bald down there. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Manscape Picard. <laughs> uh, Laris Laris likes the natural look. It's a Robulan thing. And uh, the alarm uh, they, uh, goes off and they got to take off. And uh, Vatic's going to kill another person. And uh, Jack arrives on the bridge with a thermal detonator. And Lore is overriding data. Yeah. And he's taking everything, like I said. And uh, and uh, Jack is saying, he's like, this bomb will kill me. It might not kill you. So and then he says, in, a, in one of the lines I just picked up this rewatch, that is just like, this, yeah, this episode tells you who the big bad is. In its own way, where yeah. he goes, well, you better do what I say. There's no point in resisting. Okay, I, I missed that the first time. I missed that the first time. Um, and they lock the crew in the ready room, but seven stays. And then the second thing they say uh, is when Vatic says uh, to her, he's like, "Oh, how fitting that you're here for this big reveal." That's yeah. when I knew. That's when I knew. Right. That's that's when I was like, oh, I think I know. I think I know. That's that's when I was definitely sure that I was wrong about the power rates, right? There. Yeah, I mean, it had been the Borg, you know. I mean, it's, I mean, it. it's, it's the Borg. It's the Borg. We it's can talk it's about like it you know, it's. I hate to say it. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like the big villain. It's like almost like in Star Wars. It's got to be when they brought the Emperor back. I mean, what other main villain are you going to bring Vader back? You know, I mean. And it's exactly like you said, because and we can talk about it already. It's been weeks uh, and we'll get into it more next time. But it's not the Bo- right here. We think it's the Borg. Not quite. It's not the Borg. It's no. the Borg. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's 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 yeah, it's, that's fun. We've engaged the Borg. Yeah. This, you this know, is like it's... this is the the this is the bad, bad ass Borg. This, this is not a bunch of Borgs. Yeah. This is this is one Borg and a handful. Uh, yeah. And that's it. And the fact of which Borg this is fills my Voyager heart with glee. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then Vatic says that uh, to Jack. Yeah, because that was cool how she re- reprised her role in uh, in uh Voyager, you know. That's that too, but again, with the whole thing, she's like, I was poisoned by Janeway, and yeah. left behind. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and yet, no Kate will grow all the goddamn Janeway drops throughout this that we were convinced we were going to get Kate will grow. And nope, well, you were convinced. I was like, uh, okay, I was maybe, maybe, okay, maybe it was just me. I no, was, you, you were convinced, of, I wasn't like fighting it. Uh, lots of like, people, I just don't know, man. I was not alone. Let me just put it that way. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, and with all the are. damn fan service we got, I mean, fuck, we got fucking President Chicote for I mean, President 
check off for Christ's sakes. I mean, uh, yeah, not on camera though. No. <laughs> but still, it's says, cool. Yeah. Oh, it was, everything's been awesome. But when they said that she was exclusive to Voyager, I mean, um, Prodigy, they're not kidding, I guess. Uh, apparently, so's Harry Kim, because there was plans to use Harry Kim in this uh, that were nixed, and uh, they might be somehow using him on Prodigy, because that's definitely a Voyager spinoff uh, for kids, which I enjoy thoroughly, and my nephew absolutely loves. It's It's his Star Trek. Yeah, with, with the writer strikes, I'm sure I'll find more time to watch Lower Decks and Prodigy. So. Well, there you go, because you're going to have to wait for Strange New Worlds. Uh, yeah. Vatic says to Jack... Yeah, well, I, I know Daredevil, the Daredevil TV show was put on hiatus. Yeah, well, they'll they'll get it all taken care of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they usually do, but... I, because, just remember, and I'll just I was a big I was a big 24 fan. I remember the last writer strike happened, yeah. and they did the first four episodes. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then uh, it all fell apart because of the strike and losing the actors and this. To, uh, yeah, it was like, God. Yeah. And I'll just put it out there. The whole point is, uh, and uh, and uh, in this new world of streaming, writers aren't being paid uh, fairly, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, because they've lost out on what uh, residuals, reruns, DVDs, uh, and those old ways of getting residuals for your writing don't, don't exist in streaming and the streaming deals suck for the writers and uh, it just needs to be equitable all you fucking billionaires so uh, on that we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back welcome back to hard for Picard and before we get back to the rest of this episode I am DB curious Feet. What's that, Pete? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. You're curious too, Pete. Well, let's start. Let's start with some trivia. Uh, I kind of like this. All, of all the things that we saw Data give to Lore, uh, we I wasn't listening to any of the music in the background. When Data hands over the tricorder to Lore, you hear a violin and viola playing Handel Halvorsen's Pasacaglia. This was a direct callback to Star Trek The Next Generation Inheritance, 1993, where Data plays this piece with his quote-unquote mother, Dr. Juliana Tainer. Dr. Tainer was Noonien Sung's secret wife and helped him, cre helped him create Lauren Data. She was badly injured when the crystalline entity attacked Omicron Theta in 2338. Sung couldn't bear the thought of losing his wife on the same day he lost Data, so he created an android body for her and downloaded her memories into it. 31 out of 31 found that interesting and I love that because I was like ah. I found it I read this somewhere too and I found that yeah. very interesting and uh and it's like you've got to be the ultimate you got to be the guy what's his name who does all the damn DVD companions um Ooh, who's oh. now like an executive producer um of the show of Star Trek, yeah, they always have it. Um no, oh, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, I'll come to me eventually. <laughs> Will Wheaton? Is it Will Wheaton? No. <laughs> Hi, nerds. <laughs> Reviews. Always a treat to watch a timeless series from Tiggerton. Nine out. Oh, no, I'll, I'll hold that one. It's nine out of ten. But anyway, 
I was admittedly hesitant to watch to first watch this series. Now we are on season three and I cannot wait for the next episode. I love all the characters. It's simply incredible. I will say this though. And I know it may come off as a spoiler. I don't think it is. It is more of an observation. The F word made it into a Star Trek script. I guess we better get used to it. I've heard it on so many shows. I hope it never comes down to Calvin telling Dave on the neighborhood to go fuck himself. That would lose me as a viewer. (laughs) That was written in all sincerity. (laughs) That's one of those shows I know exists, right? The neighborhood. There you go, right? Isn't that on CBS? Been on for a while. I think Cedric the Entertainer's on it. <laughs> what it? What now? The Neighborhood. Yeah, that CBS. is Cedric the Entertainer is, and, and same is. same same with the guy from um, uh uh from the uh, My Girl. Or, Macaulay yeah, Culkin. No, no, no. Um, or that girl, or the uh, that was that funny shit. Margot show, Kidder. Shit. From Fox on Fox. Um, oh, the new girl, new girl, yeah. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine that Calvin is definitely the character played by Cedric the Entertainer because I guess this person yes. definitely would be this def this person definitely be. I watched like two he'd be, he'd be the one to tell Dave to go fuck himself. And by yeah. the way, uh, this this person Tiggerton. Of course, did not actually write. Uh, fuck, it was F dash 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 dash. Of course, because Tiggerton's got class, which I have none. Lore's winning in Data's head or their head. Uh, Data gives him the deck of cards from the poker games, and uh, he even says, "This, this is so so heartbreaking." It's like, why are you giving me all these things, brother? And he's like. Because you've had nothing and I've had everything. And you're like, oh, oh, that's so fucking, it's sweet. But Data's also fucking totally conning him <laughs> like, like a motherfucker. Here it is. Okay. Uh, Michael Akuda and Denise Akuda do all these, all these uh, like, uh, all this stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. But then he gives Lore Spot. It's like, oh, it's fun. Yes. I, I probably like Spot more than I've liked, maybe more than the only the okay. The only cat I've actually liked more than more than Spot was I me and my ex-wife had a cat that I loved. That was the only one. So uh, and her name was Jemima. So it's my cat list is Jemima and Spot. Because I love Data's cat. I always like. I always loved that Data had a cat and he named it a dog's name. It was so stupid, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. And Data loved his cat and he gives the cat to Laura. And that's the last of them. Boom. He fades away. Oh no. Picard, uh, Jordy reacts. So it's so funny because you, you as a viewer know that Laura didn't win, but LeVar Burton's reaction was like, "Oh, Oh no. I watched him die again. His wife, Kunta Kinte, you know? It's, you know. Yeah, you know what a fucking great actor he is then. Okay. People of our generation uh, remember being kids uh, 
and watching Roots because everybody did in this country. Yeah, back in, in, in the days when we okay, we were talking about miniseries before. Roots was it. That was the one that every single person in the country was watching. Yep. You know, and and he's Jordy LaForge too, and he's got. Between that, that those two and reading Rainbow, Lavar Verde yeah. is a goddamn fucking national hero. Yes, he just won some uh, what an award recently. What was yeah. it? Uh, basically, National Treasure Award. Yeah, it should be. Think about think about okay, three roles or three roles. Let's let's say about influence and skill and acting and being an importance and representation. Lavar Burton roots. Star Trek and Reading Rainbow. That is a yeah. triumvirate, man, that nobody has that you could be very proud of. And this and add this fucking season because he's outstanding too. Give him all the give all these people all the Emmys. This this one. And but he tricked Lore because by absorbing all of his things, he absorbed Lore. And yeah. they hug and disappear. And, and data's nice about it, you know, and, and Lore's accepting. You know, he's like. Yeah, okay. I, I love you too, brother. And yeah. fades away. And the best part is he doesn't fade away because he is the emotion in data. Yep. So for the next two episodes, we get wisecracking fucking data with some emotions. So it's it's really data lore, and it's so goddamn good. I yeah. I love it. it. It's so fun. Data has control. He, uh, they clear the shuttle into dock with Worf and them, and he gets on board. Uh, Data and you gets know, on. If this was a, if this was like you know episodic again. You know mm-hmm. they'd do episodes where lower we get control. I guarantee you they'd, they'd oh, do. Oh, of course uh, they do. That'd be yeah. at least at least every other season they do that. Oh uh, yeah, so. yeah, because that's what they did. Or it'd be a two parter. <laughs> the first one that happened. You know, Picard's like, doing. yeah, Picard. Picard was uh, Picard was playing the odds this time. He's like, he's like, you know, you know. You know, Captain, every single time Laura's taken over data. Well, I feel lucky this time, Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Roll them bones. <laughs> and it, Give me snake eyes. Oh, <laughs> winner. Because he's a winner. Because that's that's the data that wakes up and gets on the horn and, go, and he takes control of the ship. Yep. And says, uh, greetings USS Titan this is your friendly positronic pissed off security system back online <laughs> for uh, for unwanted guests and monologuing monologuing protoplasms I'm initiating an immediate shift change so and I'm like yeah, yeah that's fucking badass I love yeah. it it's so that's so fun it, that's such a written Hollywood line but yes give me oh, yeah. all give me all of it oh badass data I am all about Sevy Data. Data's a great guy. Data also, don't piss him off. Yep. <laughs> and don't piss off Rafi. Because there's a great scene where she's fucking taking out, like she's like Wolverine or some shit, taking out yeah. fucking changelings with swords. You know, come on, boy. I saw some criticism of this. I was like, ah, go fuck yourself. This is badass. She's been training with Worf. And I even thought... And, and, and her son was a, a swordsman, you know? Oh right! Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Of course, her adopted son, yeah, uh, Eleanor, who was a character. Yep. I, I liked Eleanor. I, I liked Eleanor slicing people in half. That was yeah. A, I mean, that's what I, all I needed it for him as a assassin. Yeah. I just wanted. To, I liked watching Eleanor slice people in half. That was fun in season one. Yeah. 
And then again, I saw uh, people like, well, they're changelings. I was like, no, remember, these are different changelings. When they take that form, that'll fuck them up. Yeah. You know? yeah. They've traded uh, immortality for a different form of it. You know? They can still avoid old people shooting at it, going up a tube, uh, but uh, swords will fuck them up. <laughs> so Jack, uh, he hits the thermal device. Because everything's going to plan, and it's not a thermal device, it's a force field. And they've taken over the ship, they open up the fucking bridge window, which is great. Yeah. And seven gets the seven gets the Harrison Ford line from Air Force One. Get off my bridge. Yep. <laughs> and Vatic's last line. I just this is the PS de resonance to this character. And she says, fucking solids. Yeah, <laughs> it's even and it's a great line, and then she goes and freezes it in space, and boom, and explodes into the engine yeah. of the, the strike. And even that, just when they say solids, that tickles my Deep Space Nine fan thing. I'm like, ah, Deep Space Nine contributed to this, but even with that great last line, and Shaw takes command, and he and that's another thing is like you know you can bring that character back. Just got you know shot off into space you know uh you saw her exploded to a million pieces and then blow up so i think she but but it's also they're they're changeling so yeah these aren't well i just did she's not the same type of changeling right that's true it's not a terminator either but yeah yeah, she ain't a terminator i think that's the last we're gonna see of her i mean believe me i thought the same thing for a minute i'm like no she dead (laughs) especially because we get uh shaw uh, he takes command, and he looks at uh, Seven. He's like, "Commander, uh, how about you take this one?" And she, and uh, Jerry Ryan gets a one off one of the great fires in Star Trek history. Fire! Boom! Boom! Yeah. Boom! Boom! The shri- dude, I popped when the Shrike blew up. I'm wanting to see that thing blow up since the first episode. Awesome! They even played a, a tiny bit of music from. Uh, the J.J. Abrams the Star Treks during that because it's oh yeah what it okay like. I didn't notice that yeah. okay. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, so then we wrap this up as Worf and Rafi are just walking around the ship uh, cleaning up changelings because you know you got to make sure those changelings are dead. You know yes. he, he's just phasing them like zzz, zzz, zzz. he's like doing pest control. I know what that is. Man, that's that's my job. He just job work, baby. Uh huh. And. I love uh, Riker uh, meets uh, Rafi for the first time. He just looks and goes, "You're scary." <laughs> and Troy Did they, didn't they, they never met in the, any of the previous I don't think seasons. So. Oh no, well, no, no, no. They met. Uh, I think they met briefly uh, a couple episodes ago, but that's the first time he'd seen her. Uh, in oh, a- do anything? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and um, great scene with Picard and Data. He, uh, he's all changed. He's he's more, he's, he's human now. Uh, basically. And uh, Data and Jordy are hanging out and Data's fucking with them by using contractions. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, this is a wonderful scene with the two of them talking about their what their friendship means to each other. Yeah. And always did. Uh, just fantastic. All the feels, man. That's what he says. You know, he feels now. And, and we cut to the fucking ready room. They're all sitting around the table, Pete. Yes. Oh, they, did you get the same fucking like? Just, oh yeah. Uh, 
and they're like, "Oh, Rafi, you 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 stay out here in the lobby. This, yeah, this is for the next generation crew only. <laughs> Even though it's not our ready room." <laughs> Oh, well, Rafi, no, no, no! You're in charge out there. You've got, you've got the con. You, 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 you have an important job, Rafi. <laughs> Yo, Shaw, Shaw might need help. Take a break. Take a break. Exactly. <laughs> Seven and nine, you go look sexy over there. Yeah, yeah, you go stand over there. <laughs> and the themes playing uh, at the same time, and they're cutting around, and they're all talking about how much they missed each other, and uh. And I loved Warp's like, I've slaughtered many foes, uh, countless foes over the years and considered you sending them their heads, but I was pointed out to me that that was passive aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the comic relief. I love making Warp funny. Warp is the funny one is my favorite thing. And Troy's not funny. Troy's deadly serious because she says a darkness in there and there's a darkness all around Jack. I think I need to meet your son. Yeah, it needs to meet the sun, man. Because and she's and she gives another hint, right? Like you don't already know. There's a voice in there, ancient and weak. And they go to cloak, and yeah, Troy gets into Jack's head. She gets up, up all in his head too, into his mind. And they find that red door, and there's the voice. Yep. She's in there with him, and they go to creak it open. And the last thing you hear is Jack, and then we cut to black. Yeah, and goddamn, what a way to wrap up a a cliffhanger inside a cliffhanger a cliffhanger because it's the cliffhanger from the last one but leaves us with another one granted it did feel like they were gonna tell us what the deal was faked us out and now we're gonna know but all the clues were there in this one to they did tell you when you go back and rewatch it like oh they did they did tell us here and all the the, the little you know the resistance is futile bit and seven. I'm like, they're they've laid it all out here. So they didn't really fuck you. They didn't really give you a fuck finish, Pete. No. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes is booking this, baby. You see, yeah, you, you tell him that it's the bulbs, baby. But you know, you you, you wait a, you just wait to stretch it out a little bit more. You just give it a little sprinkling because we're making movies, baby. Little sprinkle of the angels to style dust. Just some bugs. You're sprinkling a little bugs dust in there, baby. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, that was fucking blast, man. Thanks, everyone, who's uh, been tuning in. Uh, uh, and uh, we're going to be back uh, real soon, Pete. But uh, I know uh, you're busy. I'm busy. But this was a hell of a way to spend the middle of my week uh, hanging out with you, bud. Hell yeah, buddy. All right, guys. Uh Thanks again, and we'll be back next time. See ya. Yeah, every time they be not for the only
Down. 